जय गोपी जनवल्लभ जय गिरीवर धारी जय गिरीवर धारी जय यशोदानंदन जय व्रजजन रंजन जय यशोदानंदन जय ब्रजन रंजन जय यमुना तिरवन चारी जय कुंज बिहारी जय यमुना तिरवन चारी जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव जय कुंज हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 
We are reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 7, Chapter 9, entitled Pralat pacifies the Lord with prayers. Verse number 13. Sarvehyami vidhikaras tavata tattva dhamno. Sarvehyami vidhikaras tattva dhamno. 
ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶನಚೋದ್ವಿಜಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಾಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿರಾವತಾರೈ ಸರ್ವೇಹ್ಯಮೀ ವಿಧಿಕರಸ್ತವಸತ್ವಧಾಮ್ನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶನಚೋಜ್ವಿತಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಾಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿರಾವತಾರೈ ಸರ್ವೇಹ್ಯಮೀ ವಿಧಿಕರಸ್ತವಸತ್ವಧಾಮ್ನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶನಚೋದ್ವಿಜಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಾಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿರಾವತಾರೈ ಸರ್ವೇಹ್ಯಮೀ ವಿಧಿಕರಸ್ತವಸತ್ವಧಾಮ್ನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶಚೋದ್ವಿಜಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿರಾವತಾರೈ ಸರ್ವೇಹ್ಯಮೀ ವಿಧಿಕರಸ್ತವಸತ್ವಧಾಮ್ನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶನಚೋದ್ವಿಜಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿತಾವತಾರೈ ಸರ್ವೇಹ್ಯಮೀ ವಿಧಿಕರ ತವಸತ್ವಧಾಮ್ನೋ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶೋದ್ವಿತಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂತಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿತಾವತಾರೈ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಾದಯೋ ವಯಮಿವೇಶನಚೋದ್ವಿಜಂತ ಕ್ಷೇಮಾಯ ಭೂದಯ ಉತ್ಮಸುಖಾಯ ಚಾಸ್ಯ 
ವಿಕ್ರೀಡಿತಂ ಭಗವತೋ ರುಚಿರಾವತಾರೈ ವರ್ಡ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ ರೆಸ್ಪಾನ್ಸಿಬಿಲಿ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಸರ್ವೇ ಆಲ್ ಹಿ ಸರ್ಟನ್ಲಿ ಅಮಿ ದೀಸ್ ವಿಧಿಕರಾಹ ಎಕ್ಸಿಕ್ಯೂಟರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ತವ ಯುವ ಸತ್ವಧಾಮನಃ ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ವೇಸ್ ಸಿಟುವೇಟೆಡ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಟ್ರಾನ್ಸೆಂಡೆಂಟಲ್ ವರ್ಲ್ಡ್ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ಆದೇಹ the demigods headed by lord brahma vayam v eva like isha oh my lord na not cha and uddujantah who are afraid of your fearful appearance kshemaya for the protection bhutaye for the increase uta it is said atma sukhaya for personal satisfaction by such pastimes cha also asya of this material world vikreditam manifested bhagavatah of your lordship ruchira very pleasing avataraihi by your incarnations oh my lord all the demigods headed by lord brahma are sincere servants of your lordship who are situated in transcendental position therefore they are not like us pralat and his father the demon hiranyakashipu your appearance in this fearsome form is your pastime for your own pleasure such an incarnation is always meant for the protection and improvement of the universe purport by hisdevan grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shrila prabhupad jai pralad maharaj wanted to assert that his father and the other members of his family were all unfortunate because they were demoniac whereas the devotee of the lord are always fortunate because they are always ready to follow the orders of the lord when the supreme lord appears in this material world in his various incarnations he performs two functions saving the devotees and vanquishing the demon paritranaya sadhunam vinashaya cha duskrta lord narasimhadev for example appeared for the protection of his devotee such pastimes as those of narasimhadev are certainly not meant to create a fearful situation for the devotees but nonetheless the devotees being very simple and faithful were afraid of the fierce incarnation of the lord therefore pralad maharaj in the following prayer requests the lord to give up his anger om ajnanatimrantasya ಜ್ಞಾನಾಂಜನಶಲಾಕೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರುನ್ಮಿಲಿತೇನ ತಸ್ಮೈಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ಕದಾ ಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ 
ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತ ಪದಕಮಲಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೂನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ ಶ್ರೀರೂಪಂ ಸಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥನ್ಯುತ ತಂ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನ ಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವ ಶ್ರೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತ ಶ್ರೀ ವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ಯುತ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತ ರಾಧಾಕಾಂತ ನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರಿ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿಪ್ರಿಯ ವಾಂಛಗಲ್ಪದೂಪ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಧುಭ್ಯ ಪತಿ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ಜೈ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಥ ಶ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ ಭೂತೈರ್ಮಹಾಭಿರ್ಯಮಾಪುರ ವಿಭೂ ನಿರ್ಮಾಯೇದೇಯದೂಷ ಪುರುಷ ಭುಂಕ್ತೆ ಗುಣಾನ್ ಷೋಡಶ ಷೋಡಶಾತ್ಮಕ ಸೋಲಂಕೃಷೀಷ್ಠ ಭಗವಾನ್ ವಚಾಂಸಿ ಮೇ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹೇ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಕಂಟಿನ್ಯೂಯಿಂಗ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ರೀ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ಇನ್ ದ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ತರ್ಟೀನ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ವರ್ ಸ್ಟಾರ್ಟ್ ಅಟ್ ಅಟ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ನಂಬರ್ ಏಟ್ so this uh, this is one of the uh, most important and famous prayers within shrimad bhagavatam so much so that shila prabhupad indeed gave so many lectures on these chapters and these prayers indeed even many disciples of shila prabhupad many sanyasis and gurus they also have given many lectures on this particular theme why is it so why these prayers are very important on one level on a very practical level prahlad maharaj presents himself as one among us indeed he is the transcendental personality he is a pure devotee however he shows to us how to pray to the supreme lord in devotion and he presents himself as an ordinary living entity just like us who are going through different kinds of difficulties in that way these prayers are very much relatable on the other side he presents utter humility throughout his prayers which is very important because that is the platform on which we can make progress in devotional service not only that pralad maharaj establishes the position of bhakti and the position of krishna so in terms of tattwa he establishes everything so much so that he establishes the position of bhakti krishna and the relationship between the energies of krishna and krishna 
in the form of achintya bheda abheda tattva so tatvikly this is very powerful not only that he reveals the real nature of material enjoyment material happiness so his prayers are an eye opener for all of us he actually see through the nature of material enjoyment than the problems with the material enjoyment in that way he wants to help the conditioned beings like us who find material energy very attractive and we think we can find our share of happiness not only that he presents himself as a person who has so much of difficulty in controlling the mind and the senses hmm. very interestingly we will see some of these verses he says you know all my senses are out of control and any his senses are under complete control still he presents in that way to set an example for us to see ourselves where we stand and from here how can we make progress in terms of seva he glorifies preaching he even criticizes those transcendentalists who do not preach rather they are interested only in their spiritual advancement towards the end he reveals his transcendental position so he presents himself as one among us on one level but at the same time he reveals his transcendental position that he is unaffected by any of these things any of these material afflictions he is is beyond he is above all material attachments aversions and sensory problems he is beyond everything so he presents his rasa his relationship with the supreme lord and the rasa of bhakti so in this way if you see prahlad maharaj's prayers it is very very instructive in terms of our personal practice in terms of tattva in terms of rasa in terms of sadachar in terms of vaishnava qualities in terms of one's dedication to one's own guru can you see so it is a very wholesome prayers and that's why it is very important for us to understand these prayers thoroughly and practice it in our life and these prayers are worth memorizing so here we have we are at verse number 13 and i'll briefly recap verses from 8 till 12 and how we came up to verse 13 so in the first prayer itself prahlad maharaj presents his humility right brahmadeya suragano muneyodhasiddha satvegatanagataya vachasam pravahai naradhito puriganer adhunaapi pipru na toshtu marhasi ugrajatehe he presents that all is great vaishnavas all these great devotees these demigods they were glorifying you with selected prayers which were just like a pravaha like a flow vachasam pravahaihi vachasam vacha means words vachasam pravahai what kind of vachasam pravahaihi purugaihi vachasam pravahaihi purugaihi means selected words even krishna is known as uttama shloka why because he is 
praised by chosen poetry. Now, demigods have the capacity to do so, and indeed they did. However, the Lord was not pleased, and so Prahlad Maharaj says, Ugra I am born in a demoniac family. Then how can I pacify the Lord? All his great devotees couldn't, and that's why the great devotees, the, they, they actually push us, they push Prahlad in front of Narasimhadev and tell you offer some prayers. Just a five-year-old boy. Just five years old. And now let's see the prayers of Prahlad Maharaj. Can you imagine what kind of prayers are being offered by Prahlad? Are they ordinary? No. Can you see the meter, long meter? <laughs> right? And Vasanta Telaka. The meter is called Vasanta Telaka. <laughs> the beautiful meter. And he's just going one after another. About 43 verses. I think verses, verse 8 till 50, I think, right? Eh? 50, that's right. 8 till 50, 43. 43 prayers are there. Can you imagine? 43 prayers. It is one of the longest prayers we can find in Srimad Bhagavatam. So, such an, amaze, such an amazing prayer. So, first he presents his humble position and then he says, Bhakti is superior to anything and everything material. And in Vedic understanding, what is the highest in terms of material qualification? Who can tell? What is the highest material qualification according to Vedic literature? Even according to Bhagavad Gita, very clearly mentioned. In the 14th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, what is the highest material qualification? Okay. No, in terms of 14th chapter. What is the 14th chapter about in Bhagavad Gita? The modes of material nature. Then, of which, <laughs> what is the, of the highest nature? Goodness. And who possesses goodness? Brahmana. So, in terms of material qualification, according to Shastra, the highest qualification is that of a Brahmana. And here, in verse 9 and 10, he presents all the 12 qualities of Brahmana. And he says, even such a person cannot pacify the Supreme Lord. Even Bhakti is superior to all Brahmanical qualifications. So he establishes the position of Bhakti in this way. And he makes a point that, you know, Bhaktiya Tutosha Bhagavan Gajayudhapaya. What to speak about this Brahmana having all qualities? The Lord was actually pleased by Gajayudhapaya. Who is Gajayudhapa? Gaja means elephant. Gajayudha means herd of elephants. <laughs> pa means the protector or the leader. So Gajayudhapa. Who is Gajayudhapa? Gajendra. Gajayudhapaya. Unto Gajendra. The Lord was Tutosha. He became very pleased unto Gajendra because he offered prayers with complete devotion. So in this way, with example, here Prahlad establishes the position of bhakti and there is still verses 9 and 10 and then 11 and 12 Prahlad establishes the benefits of offering the prayers and he speaks as if he is a benefactor of the Lord. He wants to remove the misconception of the living entities because if he establishes the position of bhakti which is superior to even all the Brahmanical qualifications, then one may think that is the Supreme Lord demanding bhakti, is the Supreme Lord 
demanding service from us is it for his sake is he proud to ask everyone to serve so he wants to remove all misconceptions so that even an atheist materialist can understand that the lord wants doesn't want anything from us isn't it naivatmana prabhurayam nijalabha purno he is self satisfied nijalabha purnaha manam janat abudusha karuno vrinite still he is ready to accept the prayers and offerings of the living entities avidushah what is mentioned from whom he is ready to accept the glorification from avidushah what's the meaning avidushah what is the meaning of vidwan a yeah, intelligent person vidwan scholar avidushah means not in the fool <laughs> the lord is ready to accept prayers from the fools now please think about ourselves if a fool is glorifying glorifying us does it carry any value i really think about it even for us even personally if somebody is qualified tells you, you know he's a good person give some glory glorification we feel happy oh he's a good person and someone who is just a fool tells about some glories do we feel any happy we don't feel any happiness we feel you know this is it is it is almost like a ridicule so the lord is telling he is so merciful that he is happy to accept glorification prayers and offerings from those who are fools who are fools those who are living in the material world and who are still attached to material energy and who are they at least i am <laughs> it is our position we are attached to material energy why we have heard so much of philosophy there is no not so much of philosophy not to hear so much of philosophy that we have heard still we have plenty of attachments isn't it so that's why we are avidusha but karunavrnite he is very karuna karuna means karunika he is compassionate so he accepts so this is the merciful position of the supreme lord and in that way he says that he is self satisfied he doesn't want any prayers but for our benefit he accepts everything and he gives a an example what is the example he gives analogy just like the face if you if you want to see the reflection of our face to be beautiful on the mirror then what we had to do we had to decorate our face then we can see the reflection being decorated in the same way if we want ourselves to be happy then the means is to satisfy the lord to please the lord otherwise it is impossible in this way he presents uh, that what is a position of devotional service and at the same time the lord doesn't want it is only for our good fortune that's all and then in the next verse 12 that was yesterday's verse is very important because even though pralad maharaj presented himself as very unqualified ugra jate he born in a family of demons still in the verse before 12 verse he say that i am vigata viklava vigata viklava means even though i am unfit i am forgetting about my disqualifications and i am going to offer my prayers according to my capacity yadha manisham so this is real humility so real humility will not hamper our devotion service in real humility one may feel disqualified to perform devotion service still according to one's ability one will perform devotion service 
if one is not performing devotion service because of humility that is not humility that is false humility that's why prahlad maharaj in the previous verse mentioned yadham anisham i will still offer my prayers yadham anisham according to my capacity and that comes to this verse the verse 13 here it is again very interesting because he is glorifying all the demigods can you see this verse again is a manifestation of humility of shri prahlad he says all these demigods are demigods that they are great devotees they are situated in the transcendental position correct satva dhamnaha they are satva dhamnaha they established themselves in transcendental position and they are vidhikaraha vidhikaraha what is a vidhikaraha means order carriers vidhi okay you do this do it that is vidhikara similarly there is another word of the same line kinkara kinkaroti idi kinkara kinkara means kim means what asking what can i do now hmm? this is the nature of a servant that's why shila prabhupada asked what service to do right this is the only question how can i serve you that was the question asked by shila prabhupada unto his spiritual master bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur so that is the position of a devotee kingara vidhikara and here pralad maharaj glorifies all these demigods saying they are all vidhikaras but not us not myself or my family we are not devotees can you see here sarve hyami vidhikara tava satva dhamnaha brahmadeha vayam iva isha na cha udvijantah so here what is mentioned isha oh lord na vayam words mean na vayam we are not so he is telling all these vidhikaraah they are satva dhamnah they are situated in transcendental position who are they brahmadeha brahma etc all the demigods and they are udvijantah they are fearful but vayam na we are not vidhikara can you see we are not devotees and we are not situated in the transcendental position satvadhamnah so this is the mood of parlad maharaj now we'll try to understand this mood a little further the reason is humility is a recurring theme in this verses so i went through the whole parlad maharaj's prayers i have gone through few times and we can see that out of 43 verses at least in eight verses prahlad maharaj presents himself as very unqualified in various ways can you see so out of 43 verses every after every five verses he is presenting himself as totally unqualified so this is one of the recurring themes in his prayers for whom and why is he presenting himself as unqualified one we can understand that humility is manifested in devotees in general isn't it true devotees are humble by nature however we have to understand that humility can exist in two phases of our devotional life or two phases of our advancement on one level in our level we may feel humble why do we feel humble any idea personally why what makes us humble okay whatever humility we have we may not have the most advanced utter humility that's okay sometimes we feel humble or we become humbled why 
what are various reasons to be humbled and then feel humble. Yes. Okay, good. When we see someone else performing devotion service better than us, then we feel humble. Oh, someone else is doing great and I am still struggling. Very good. That is actually a good humility because we are not being envious, but we are feeling humble. Very good. Any other reason? What kind of experience? Okay, good. That is another one. If we fail in doing something, interestingly, it can be spiritual things or even it can be material ambitions. <laughs> Isn't it? If we try to do something, if we become a failure, then naturally we may feel humble, especially devotees feel humble. Even if there is a failure in our material front, but still a devotee feel, you know, humbled. That is being humbled, which is good. Any other reason? Okay, good. This is again taste. So now we are going a little bit more internal. Taste in devotion service and if we don't find taste in ourselves, we feel humbled. Yes. Okay, very good. While doing our service like preaching, we can be humbled. Anything else? One more point I am looking at. Struggle, very good. Meaning, when we see our own anarthas, when the anarthas are revealed in front of us, uh, the, that which is within our heart, then we can become humbled, isn't it? So there are various ways in, in which a sadhaka can feel humility. And they are all bona fide and they are all good. <laughs> in whichever way, if we are feeling humbled, it is really good. It is good for our spiritual progress. Now, when it comes to siddhas like pralad, why do they feel humble? And if you see the verses, what Prahlad Maharaj says, very, very interesting verses we can see. He, he mentions, you know, he just goes on and on about his unfortunate condition. How he's been entangled in the material energy. He goes on and on. Long, long verses. Trastos miham kripana vatsala dusahogra. He said, trastos miham. He says, you know, I am being completely entrapped and suffering in this material world. Kripana valsala dusahogra. Samsara chakra kadanath. Grasadam pranita. Samsara chakra kadanath. Kadana means pain, suffering. Samsara chakra kadanath means the cycle of repeated birth. I am suffering in this ocean of material existence, in the cycle of birth and death. And Bhatta Sokarmabhi Ushattamate Ingrimulam Prito Apavarga Shayanam Hoyase Kadanu. He says, Bhatta, I am a Bhatta. He is not Bhatta, he is Siddha. He is Siddha, he is perfect, but he says he is Bhatta. Why I am Bhatta? Sokarmabhi Ushattamate Ingrimulam. Sokarmabhi, by my own karmic activities, I am completely bound. So this is the way we have to see ourselves. It is very beneficial for us, and that's how Prahlad Maharaj. Prayers. So it is even if we read these prayers and if we read in front of the Lord, if we meditate on them, then naturally if we feel, if we feel yes, we are trapped. We had to do something about it, isn't it? So but thus, Sagarmapir Ushattama, oh Supreme Lord, te te angri angri mulam, prito apavarga shayanam hoyase kadanyo. When are you going to? Prahlad Maharaj says, it's very interesting. He says, when are you going to uh, tell me 
come and massage my feet. <laughs> this is a desire of Lord Maharaj. He says, when are you going to tell? You come, enough of this material existence, come to my abode and massage my lotus feet. So this is the desire of Prahlad Maharaj. So, can see how he presents himself. Hmm? And in verse 22 he says, Chakrev Srishtam Ajayashara Shodashare. <laughs> he says, Ajaya. Ajaya means the material energy, by the material energy. Shodashare. It is like, it is the, the wheel of time. The wheel of time. The wheel of time is crushing me. So this is what? Nishpidyamanam. I am being crushed by the wheel of time. Can you see the humility of Prahlad Maharaj? He is not actually being crushed by the wheel of time, but we are being crushed by the wheel of time because we cannot, or at least I cannot, be completely absorbed in Krishna consciousness. I have material thoughts, I have material desires, and I cannot be 10% engaged in devotion service. So, wherever we are slacking, what are we, what's going on? Nishpidyamana, we are actually suffering. We are being crushed by the wheel of time. So this is the presentation of uh, Prahlad Maharaj. And he goes on, on and on in his position. And he says, you know, Naitan Manastava Kathasu Vikunthanatha. I don't have any taste for Krishna Katha. Prahlad Maharaj, he's telling, I don't have any taste for Krishna Katha, which is true. We don't have any taste for Krishna Katha. It happens. Sometimes we don't feel like hearing. Sometimes, we, even if we are sitting in Bhagavatam class, the mind is somewhere else. Sitting in Bhagavatam class becomes a ritual, isn't it? So because no taste, or at least we are trying to develop the taste, which is good. <laughs> so, but here Prahlad is telling, look, I don't have any taste to hear the glorification of yours. Hmm? And uh, then it is deep love. And he says, evam janan nipatitam prabhavahi kupe. He also says, evam janan nipatitam prabhavahi kupe. Kupa means, what's the meaning of kupa? Dark well, that is andha kupa. That is, <laughs> here it's a different well. Usually we hear, hear about andha kupa. What Prahlad Maharaj says, what, what kupa? Ahi kupa. What is ahi means in Sanskrit? Anyone knows? Ahi. Sarpa. What is sarpa? Snake. So he is telling, this is not just a dark well. It's a well which is full of serpents. Can you see? Pravahahi kupe. Meaning, what is that ahikupa? The cycle of birth and death. <laughs> because we had to die how many times? We don't even know. In the cycle of birth and death. It's a cycle of birth and death. So, it's a snake pit. Because in the snake pit, snake can bite and kill us. But how many times? In one lifetime, only one time. But in the samsara, in this, in this ahikupa, it can be infinite times. So that is the position. And he says, you know, uh, this is the, you know, kamaturam. He says kamaturam. Kamaturam means, and been inflicted by lust. Harsha shoga bhaya bhayevishanartha tasmin katham tavagadim vramishami dina. Dina, he presents all these kind of words. So we can see, and he also, further, I'm not going to get into all the verses, but he explains it. Look, I, I'm just like my, all the senses, my eyes, my nose, my genitals, my ears, everything is out of control. I am just like a man with many wives, and all of them are pulling in many directions. Can you see? So, can you see the position of Prahlad? So, this is actually our condition. 
and now again question comes why such a devotee why such a pure devotee feels humility why okay we understand our level we had many reasons there are many reasons to be humbled and then to feel humility but why pure devotee feels humility to set an example for others it does that mean that okay definitely it is setting an example but are they are they just acting to set an example no isn't it they are not just acting to set an example they, they, these are their natural emotions and why do they have such emotions any thoughts hmm okay their compassion but in compassion okay compassion is compassion is exactly opposite compassion is i am doing all right they are not doing well so i sh i feel compassionate but in this verses it's not just verses of compassion there are verses of compassion in this prayers for sure but i am saying when he is manifesting humility where is it coming from yeah he doesn't have he is completely pure he doesn't have any anarthas but why still the humility comes he is feeling i have all anarthas he doesn't have any anartha but he is feeling i have all the anarthas okay very good point is a very starting point that the more one is advanced the more a devotee is able to realize krishna meaning he is able to see krishna's qualities especially krishna's compassion krishna's mercy he is able to see how great the supreme lord is and how merciful he is and what are the wonderful qualities of the supreme lord and when one approaches that one feels completely insignificant naturally and it's a truth that a jeeva doesn't have any qualities of the supreme lord in the sense in terms of quantity qualities are there but it is a minute in quantity so naturally one feel i am infinitesimal isn't it i am very minute and so it is very natural to feel humility so this is because of realization of krishna so one is primarily maybe comparison maybe seeing our, our own anarthas but when it comes to pure devotees it is because of realization of the qualities of the supreme lord and so naturally one feels humbled so there is a huge difference and so they feel look i don't have any qualification so we can see this uh, mood in great devotees such as pralad maharaj we can see the same in the gopis we can see everywhere throughout that all others are very fortunate and i am unfortunate pralad is telling all these great demigods they are very fortunate that's what is mentioned here sarvehyami vidhikarastava satva dhamnah they are all qualified but i am not can you see this is the real humility of course this is a feature of love for krishna because in love for krishna one has the realization of krishna and so one feels oneself very unqualified in other words they are actually trying to serve krishna and trying to love krishna and when they see when they realize the reciprocation of krishna then they feel humbled and of course at the same time this humility is the essential qualification for us for what purpose humility is required for what 
according to Shikshashtagam. Yatranada Bisunichena, Tarori Vasashna, Amanda Madadena. So it is the humility is for what? It's a qualification for what? Kirtaniya Sadahari, to chant Krishna's name constantly. So humility is the qualification for constant chanting. And Prabhupada mentions the same point in the purport. He adds one more in this chapter. Can you imagine? This is a qualification for one more thing. And one of the girls here mentioned that point. It is a qualification for preaching. preaching. So Prabhupada says, if you want to constantly chant or if you want to effectively preach, one has to be humble. Srila Prabhupada was extremely humble. He was very successful, he was extremely humble. This incident we have mentioned before that he was in one of the European countries, I think it was Switzerland or one of the countries where Prabhupada was uh, giving a lecture where he was explaining Varnashrama. He was saying topmost is Brahmana, then Kshatriya, then Vaishya, Shudra. You know, he was giving all the social orders and the top one is a priesthood, you know, that is the top. And he was giving all this. So, one person asked, hmm? so, you, are you the first class? Are you the first class? You remember this past time, right? Are you the first class? First, Prabhupada was taken aback because he was asking out of envy. And he said, no, I am not the first class, I am the fifth class. Because I am serving all the four classes. You know, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, they are first class, second class, third class, fourth class. But I am the fifth class because I want to serve all the four. So this is humility. So effective preacher is very humble. Prabhupada may use some harsh words, can chastise, but that is out of deep humility. Serving Krishna to help them. There is not even a trace of arrogance. There is not even a trace of... Uh, Selfishness, it is only for pure good. So this is the quality of a pure devotee. And such a devotee, when they see the mercy of the Lord, they, naturally they become very humble. Here, Prahlad Maharaj has reasons to become humble. The Lord personally has arrived, incarnated to protect the Lord. Prahlad Maharaj thank, uh, offers his gratitude to, uh, to Narasimha Devi. He says, you didn't even give this mercy to Lakshmi Devi. You have given that mercy to me. You have touched my head with your lotus hands. In this way, Prahlad Maharaj uh, shows his gratitude to the Supreme Lord. So we can see this all the time. Even Sudama, after meeting Krishna, after meeting Krishna, Sudama was in great ecstasy. Isn't it? He didn't have anything. The Lord treated him in such a wonderful way and Sudama was coming back. Sudama started chanting this verse. Koham Deridra Prapiyo Ko Krishna You remember this verse? Ko Krishna Shri Niketanaha Brahma Banthuri Dismaham Bahu Bhyam Parirambhita He says Koham Deridra Prapiyo Who am I? Deridra I am a wretched, poor Papi Sinful person. Ko Krishna Shri Niketanaha Who is Krishna? Shri Niketana. Why Krishna is known as Shri Niketana? Who is Shri? Lakshmi Devi resides where? Yeah, on the chest, on the heart. So Shri Niketana is the house, the abode of Shri. And who am I again? He continues. Brahma Bantu is Maham. Brahma Bantu. I am not even a Brahmana. I am a Brahma Bantu. I am a relative of a Brahmana. 
But what he did? Bahubhyam parirambhidaha. But Krishna embraced me with both of his hands. So he feels, you know, he feels so much humbled. He feels so much humility because the Lord has embraced me. And what is my qualification? He accepted whatever footsteps that I gave. Cheap price, nothing, no value. He accepted that. Not even a normal person can eat that. The Lord has accepted. Can you see? So see the reciprocation of the Lord. So when a devotee realizes reciprocation of the Lord, that devotee naturally becomes humble. And in that humility, one feels humility and also one feels a lot of gratitude. So this is the position of a devotee. And that is manifested here by Prahlad Maharaj. And now, going a little bit ahead, he is, when we consider his humility, he is telling all these great demigods, they are great devotees and we are, now I am, we are not great devotees. We are not even servants of the Lord. They are Vidhikaraha. They are order carriers, but we are not. At the same time, please understand that none of the demigods could pacify Narsimhadev and most of the demigods are not pure devotees because they are attached to their position. We can see in these prayers, Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva, they are pure devotees. We can see many others are not pure devotees. And they all pray to the Supreme Lord, Narasimhadev, according to their capacity, according to their service to the Lord, according to their position. Many of them are not really asking for pure devotion service. However, Prahlad Maharaj had all the opportunity to enjoy practically all the three planetary systems. Isn't it? Because he could inherit all this uh, rulership from his father. But he didn't. So he had, it was available and he was aware of all different kinds of material enjoyment. Are we aware of material enjoyment actually speaking? Not really. Hmm? It is actually a bit uh, arrogant claim that we know about material enjoyment. Actually, we don't even know about material enjoyment. Can you think about it? We don't know about material enjoyment. What is the material enjoyment we know? You know, very cheap, breaking the regulatory principles. <laughs> that is the material enjoyment that we know. Right? It is kshudra. It is insignificant. It is nothing. But Pahalat Maharaj had the personal experience of real material enjoyment in the three worlds. So that's why there's a very nice verse. Tasmada, sorry, this is the one we, yeah. Tasmada mustanibhradam aham ashishotnya. Aham, aham I, nyaha, I know. Ashishotnya, ashisha, what's the meaning of ashisha? Ashisha means benedictions. What benedictions? Material benedictions. I am completely aware of material happiness. Which are the Ayushriyam Vaibhavam Aindriyam Avirinjyat. First understand Avirinjyat. From material enjoyment all the way up to Virinchi. Who is Virinchi? Who is Virinchi? Who knows? Who is Virinchi? Virinchi Brahma. From the level of enjoyment of Lord Brahma, that is the topmost material planet, from there down, I know about all types of material enjoyment. And he says, Ayushriyam, I know about Ayu, longevity. People are struggling you know, to extend life by life support system. You know, six months, one month, two months, whatever, even a one week. 
But he says, I know about the longevity of Lord Brahma and it is accessible for Prahlad Maharaj if he wishes to. Shriyam, beauty and opulences, he knows about it because he had everything. Think about father, all the demigods are under his father. Has he got any difficulty for material enjoyment? No. At his disposal. Then Aindriyam, all the sensory prowess, he knows. He is saying, I know about everything, but what he is saying, Na ichami, na ichami te vililitam uruvikramena kalatmanopanaya maam nijabhritya parsham. He says, kalatmanopanaya, please bring me closer to where? Nijabhritya parsham. Please bring me closer to your dear servant. Give me the association of your servant. So this is the consciousness of Prahlad Maharaj. So personally he had all the material enjoyment available and he was completely aware of material enjoy enjoyment. Still he is telling, Na ichami, I am not interested. So this Prahlad Maharaj is telling all these demigods who are attached to their position, they are greater devotees and we are demons. So this is called humility. This is a real humility. <laughs> this is a real humility. And in humility, he does his service. His service is to glorify the Lord and he doesn't hold back. So true humility means service. Whether we have qualification or not, according to our qualification, we can serve. So this is true humility. And Prahlad Maharaj is manifesting this in, so, in, in a, such a wonderful way. And at the same time, Prahlad Maharaj reveals his position as a pure devotee. Hmm? He, uh, that, that, that is very, very important for us to understand that Naivodduje paradurattiya vaitharanya Famous verse, Naivodduje paradurattiya vaitharanya I don't have any problem with this material suffering. I am not at all affected by cycle of birth and death. I am not affected by any kinds of material suffering. Why? Exactly, Tvadvirya Gayana Mahamrata Magna Chittaha. I am completely absorbed in glorification of the Supreme Lord. Tvadvirya Gayana Mahamrata. It is a Mahamrata. Amrata means nectar. It is a great nectar. He is completely absorbed. Magna Chittaha. Magna means actually dip. You know, take a bath. Magna Chittaha means my mind is completely taking bath in the nectar of devotional service, glorification of the Supreme Lord. So what? No. So, but then he says, Shoche tato, Shoche tato, Vimukha chetasa indriyarthan. Vimukha chetasa. Those who are away from Krishna consciousness, they are turning back towards Krishna. Shoche. Shoche means, I worry about them. Maya sukhaya. What do they do? Maya sukhaya. Balamuddhato vimudhan. Maya Sukhaya, what, what are they doing? This is called material life. Bharam Uddhahato. Bharam. Bharam means weight. They are carrying the heavy weight in this material world, working very hard. Vimudhan. This foolish pe people, fools and rascals who are working very hard for material enjoyment. And for them, Prahlad Maharaj is feeling so much of compassion. And he says, those who are uh, only st striving for their own spiritual progress, he doesn't accept them. He chastises them and says, they are only interested in themselves. But he says, I don't want to go to the spiritual world by myself. Rather, I want to take all of these people and I want to take everyone together to the spiritual world. So this is the mood of 
Prahlad Maharaj. And so we can see humility. We can see his transcendental position. We can see his compassion. We can see his preaching endeavors. Can you see? So this is such a complete prayers that are being offered by Prahlad. And now, here, uh, further, it is explained that why the Lord appeared in this world. There are not this verse, there are few verses explaining the reason for the Lord's incarnation and various kinds of incarnations of the Lord. So essentially it is, there are two points mentioned. One, one Bhutaye. Two, Incarn always meant to protection and improvement of the universe. Paritranaya sadhunam vinashayacha dushkritam. So he comes to protect the devotees, to uplift the devotees and to annihilate the miscreants. So he has a purpose for his appearance and his appearance is also purely out of his compassion because otherwise there is no reason for him to come. So Bhagavad Gita it is mentioned, we can say Paritranaya sadhunam vinashayacha dushkritam. He can do this even without his appearance. To kill the demons, has he got to come here? Not really. He doesn't have any reason to come here. One mosquito is enough to kill one person. Malaria. Isn't it true? <laughs> it is as simple as that. It is not very difficult to kill anyone. He doesn't even have to come to this world to kill a demon. He can do that also. Even if he desires, it will happen. But ultimately he comes because the devotees are feeling strong separation from the Lord and to give his personal association to his devotees, the Lord personally incarnates. So that we can see. And then finally, very important point, such pastimes as those of Narasimhadeva are not, are certainly not meant to create a fearful situation for the devotees, but nonetheless the devotees being very simple and faithful were afraid of the fierce incarnation of the Lord. Hmm. We will see in, two, in coming verses, Prahlad Maharaj is going to pray, please get out from this fearful form. You become pacified because all these demigods, they prayed to the Supreme Lord so that they were very fearful about Hiranyakashipu. Now the Lord has come, he has killed Hiranyakashipu, still they are fearful. Can you understand? They were fearful before because of Hiranyakashipu. Now the Lord has come, the Lord killed Hiranyakashipu, but still they are fearful. Why? No, now not because of this demon, because of your form. So, please calm down. So that is the next prayer which is coming. And Prahlad Maharaj also makes a very important point that he is not at all fearful seeing the form of Narasimhadev. Rather, he is simply fearful about desire for material enjoyment. Can you see? Very important point. He is telling, I am not, seeing your form, I am not at all fearful. But thinking about material enjoyment, I am very fearful. And that's where our problem starts. Correct? We are fearful about Krishna. If Krishna takes everything from my life, life is going to be difficult. If Krishna forces me to surrender, what will happen? But when it comes to material enjoyment, we are very comfortable. In other words, sleeping on the lap of Maya, we feel comforted. But the lap of Narasimhadev, we feel fearsome. So this is the material consciousness. So Prahlad Maharaj reveals what is meant to be the proper consciousness. So as we can see here in this verse, the theme of humility is continuing. He glorifies the demigods and positions himself as just a demon. And he then glorifies the Lord for his appearance as an incarnation. 
So we'll see if there are any questions or comments. Yes, Prabhu. Oh, yeah, if there's a microphone, that's better. Missing. Microphone missing. Okay, I can repeat the question, you can ask. According to Nectar, the question is, uh, we offer prayers according to our circumstances, according to our sit situation, and we may feel connected to certain prayers by Acharyas in our disciplic succession. So, can we offer those prayers publicly or privately? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. okay, can we offer any prayers which are not actually been offered by Srila Prabhupada? Now, uh, we had to understand that according to Nectar Devotion, there are notable prayers. So, offering standard prayers is part of Bhakti. Now, Prabhupada has given so many prayers. So, whole Bhagavatam, Nectar Devotion. So we have ample of prayers. And now, when it comes to uh, even song book, it's not that Prabhupada has sung all the songs. Correct? Because if, if you see Prathana of Narathama Das Thakur, or if you consider uh, Gitavali of uh, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Prabhupada didn't sing all the prayers. But those prayers, in our, if we feel connected to, we can definitely read, study, and offer. There is nothing wrong. Because it is coming from the parampara. Now, when it comes to uh, temple, especially when we are offering some standard prayers, then we use only standard prayers. Say, for example, we have, you know, we have Jai Radha Madhava, we sing, we sing Guru Ashtam. So there are standard prayers which are meant to be sung in the temple. So that is there, but apart from that, personal prayers which are coming from our Acharyas, in our mood we can offer. There is nothing wrong in it as such. Does that make sense? So, uh, for example, uh, devotees can read uh, Prarthana, Gita Vali, there is nothing wrong in it. They are actually good because there are many great devotees uh, who have given lectures on many of the songs. So there is no problem with that. But we don't make it uh, part of our temple program, for example. Hmm. Any, uh, yeah, Sivya. So the question is, we are encouraged to offer prayers of Kunti Maharani, Prahlad Maharaj, etc. Uh, even though we are not qualified to offer them. So there is one point is memorizing and chanting. And another is offering actually as prayers. 
For example, it is very good and very important to memorize these prayers because we will get connected to these great devotees. In that way, it will definitely benefit us. At the same time, when we offer them as personal prayers, we don't really offer prayers like let more and more calamities fall upon me. Do we pray like that? We cannot. Even if we are praying, it's, it's, it's not re real prayer. <laughs> because we are not up to that level where one can equate calamities. And so the remembrance of the Lord are one and the same. If there is calamity, I have remembrance of the Lord. And then there is no repeated birth and death. So he's telling, okay, if there are more calamities, it is better because then I can think about Krishna even more. For us, we have enough calamities, still we had difficulty thinking about Krishna. So we cannot offer, so we had to offer prayers according to our capacity. Now, Prabhupada has specifically instructed to chant uh, Prahlad Maharaj's prayers or even Gopikita or anything at a specific time. Bhishma prayers. Prabhupada hasn't instructed specifically to do that. So, Karthik time, the instruction is to chant Dhamadarashtagam. So, others are not instructions of Srila Prabhupada. If one wishes, one can chant any of these prayers. It's beneficial. They are given by Srila Prabhupada. But they are not instruction, there is no instruction. The Prabhupada has told, for example, memorize the second chapter of first canto. So there are instructions like that. Uh, but they are not the instruction given in the purport. The, the instructions which are in the purport, they hold utmost value. So there these uh, prayers don't come into play. Okay, I agree. Yeah. But then another incident was a reporter asked if the price is for you. So then Prabhupada said I should I deserve even more than that. What is that? I? I deserve even more Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah. On one side Prabhupada says I am fifth class and on the other side, which one the Rolls Royce or he was offered Rolls Royce Prabhupada said this is just tin and rubber. What is Rolls Royce? Tin and rubber. God's representative is meant to be Carried in golden gold chariot, golden chariot, not in tin and rubber. So, so this is a very important point. The in real humility, Bhaktisiddhanta Maharaj says that uh, one shouldn't show humility or allowing, or in other words, the humility that will allow a materialist to feel proud. That humility one shouldn't show. You understand? So that will not help them. So, the, so it is the position of a teacher, Acharya, to humble an arrogant person. <laughs> so that then the message can be heard. So Prabhupada, so these people, they ask this question, why are you using Rolls Royce car? Because they were envious. They were envious, otherwise why are they asking this question? So they were envious, so they, he wanted to put them in their place. Because if you don't put them in their place, then there is no 
transfer of knowledge. There is no possible to preach. So by that he understood this is nothing. This Rolls Royce car is nothing. God's representative must be carried in golden chariot. So they offered that, I accepted that's all. So that is placing in the right place so that there can be real preaching. Hare Krishna. Yes, Prabhu. Yes. Their compassion, you're asking, or uh, we feel compassion, our compassion? <laughs> okay. The com compassion is a natural effect of bhakti. Compassion is a natural effect of bhakti. So it happens naturally as one progresses in bhakti. So in other words, if a senior devotee, if you serve a very senior devotee, or in, 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 for that matter, any devotee, if they feel satisfied with us, with our service, naturally we are receiving mercy. It's not like, you know, Prabhu, give me your mercy. It doesn't really work like that. Have you heard this? Please show me your mercy. Give your mercy. Is it something we can give like that? No, it happens. Mercy will happen. Mercy will get mercy when a devotee is pleased. It happens naturally, isn't it? If someone does some service and uh, we feel very happy. So when the devotees are happy, the Lord is also happy. So ultimately, we are trying to please the spiritual master. Yes, prasadat, bhagavad prasada, yes, aprasadat, nagadi kutopi. So that is the point. In other words, then, then, then when there is bhakti, we become, we may not have compassion. Initially, don't worry about compassion. We may not feel compassion. Uh, we are actually suffering ourselves. But at least we can act on the Madhyama platform. At least intellectually we can understand, okay, they are going through difficulties, I need to do something. <laughs> you know? So, real compassion is the product of real bhakti. But at least, based on knowledge and based on mercy, at least we can act on the Madhyama platform. Yeah. Okay? Any final question? Thank you very much. Grantha Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Srila Prabhupada ki jai.
गुरु Krishna, Krishna. 